Before we start our podcast today, who do we have to help us introduce it? Hey, Miguel and Holly. I'm right here with you guys. Oh, yeah. Jacob is here. Jacob. Jacob two times. How you doing? Well, first, well, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, first off, Miguel Fuller, I'm so happy you made up for the podcast that you didn't do on Monday. You know, I'm so happy, you know? You know, Jacob, sometimes when your stomach hits, it hits. you must have quit. Okay. Yeah, well guess ye, ye. <laughs> Yeah, well guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Past that. While while we're on this, Miguel Fuller, <laughs> I have to give props to Scotty the Body. He oh? did okay on his headphone karaoke, but not great. Holly Interesting, Jacob. did great on hers. See? Thank you. I did lose. Well, I did. Yeah, like everyone you know, said but, she lost. But no, 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 no. No, I mean Jacob, no, that's no, what the no, people no, said. No. That's why she had to Jacob smash into eggs today. Scotty, the body should have lost. Oh, I don't know about that, Jacob. See, I don't know why you got to talk smack to me because mm-hmm. I was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said, You lost, you lost, you lost, you lost, you so lost, you did. Well, I guess, I mean, <laughs> I appreciate your vote for that, Jacob, even though everybody else thought the opposite. But that I'm I'm always glad for your support. And and Holly O'Connor, guess what, Holly O'Connor? Um, I do remember being at Quest, the center that I used to go to, Quest. Yeah. And, and I do remember listening to you on the radio back in the day because see, we would have a radio because because see, we would have a radio in our room at the time, Holly O'Connor. Yeah. And and and, and when Miguel Fuller got off at nine between nine a.m. and three p.m. I want to say it was we 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 were listening to you, my sweet friend. It was so good to hear your voice on the radio. Mm, oh, I appreciate now, Scotty it. the body, that's totally different, you know, because Scotty the body never picks up the phone when I call. Oh, oh, oh no. tell him, Jacob, hey, tell him. Uh, tell him. You know why I don't answer the phone? Because you always say I don't answer the phone. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> tell him, Jacob. times over here at, uh, at Hot 101.5, I love it. Well, Jacob, two times, tell everybody what podcast they're listening to. They are listening to the award-winning Miguel Fuller and Holly O'Connor podcast with the loser Sky the Body <laughs> in his headphone karaoke. I'm hanging point. up the phone. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller. Holly O'Connor. And Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. It's Friday. (laughs) So love it. I mean, it's Friday for us. I don't know when you're listening. Yeah, it could be two years from now. Oh, that's weird. Right? Mm -hmm. What it could be. Some people have gone way back. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, I just really enjoyed how... Think about it like that, but it's weird. Uh, Jacob two times just called Scott a loser. Yeah, sure did. I don't know what... You know, I haven't done anything wrong to him, but yet he's coming for me now. And it could be... Like, it could be like a brotherly thing. Like, we're brothers. Or he could be like, yo, bleep you. Mm-hmm. Bleep, bleep. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. <clears throat> hold up. Hold up. I didn't do nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Don't come for me. I don't know. I, I feel like... I get mixed vibes. I really do. I'm like, okay. Like, are we just joking? We're like, haha. Like, I'm just joshing with my bestie. Or do you actually hate me? I don't, honestly, I'm not sure. I sometimes don't, I sometimes don't always follow the thought pattern of Jacob. Um, I think that he enjoys, because Scott, you, like me, have a very easy personality to make fun of. Oh, yeah. And that's something I learned early in my radio career, that that's why people love when I lose stuff. 
because apparently I've been told <laughs> lose stuff. That you're a bad loser. No, that I oh. do consequences well. Uh, well, because the reactions are always so people like to see me lose or they like to see me get angry. That's because what it's it is. entertaining. That's what it is. You are funny to get when angry. you. I thought when you said lose stuff, I meant you. I thought you meant lose your shit. Oh no no no! Because no. we've actually had one of our multiple bosses over the past however longs mm-hmm. say that it is really entertaining when you lose your shit. And yeah. he's not wrong. Like, it Which, is entertaining. as a human being, that's not the greatest thing to hear. It's like, oh my God, when you lose your shit, it's so funny. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm in business. Well, oh, yeah. you can tell the difference, though. Like, if you actually lost your shit in, like, a serious <laughs> manner, I would be like, that's not a Miguel oh, I want to mess with. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. But then, like, a lot of times, you lose your metaphorical shit and (laughs) (laughs) that is the sweet spot like if you are uh on a soapbox or if you are hyperbolically Mm. mad about something there's nothing better thank you i appreciate that i'm (laughs) glad you're you're welcome you do mad well maybe scott does too i I, mm. um we got a message from jen who wrote in she said hello miguel holly and scotty Hey. I have thought of writing to you guys so many times and never do. I listen to every podcast and love you guys. Holly, you specifically. What? Me? No one ever said me. Well, a couple of people, but not many. Holly, I wish we were friends. It is insane how similar our paths are. Mm. I myself am in therapy learning about myself, how to set boundaries, how to have healthy disagreements with my husband. So, so tough. When you say I'm 39 and just figuring myself out, I say, girl, you and I both. Mm, Having you tell your story has made me feel more comfortable in my journey. Just knowing someone else understands this. I could go on for hours with you on some topics, especially about toxic mother-daughter relationships, although mine is 3.5 hours away. This is just a start. I'm curious. I am curious you were going. Oh, I am curious you were going to do the She Is podcast. Is that still in the works? I love the people you bring to the show. Soul worker Stacy. I had a situation come up in life that would change several lives. I was not sure if I should pursue it or not. After hearing Stacy, I had set up an appointment right away. Sometimes I'm not sure. Others, she was just spot on. I actually need to set up another call with her. I also appreciate the crypto podcast last oh, week. I'm glad. I'm also trying to figure this all out. Miguel, I loved your engagement video. We look rich is the best line ever. And Scotty, this has stayed on my mind. There was a podcast in which you had commented when you posted the first picture with your girlfriend. You were annoyed that everyone kept saying he has a type. I had to laugh because that was my thought. But I say the same thing about my husband. Uh. When my husband and I started dating, I came across a picture of his ex. And my first thought was, well, he has a type. You like what you like. Anyway, I just wanted to say thank you all for the podcast. I love you guys. Jen L. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. First of all, I totally forgot that the, did we decide that she is is going to be a thing that happened? Yeah. No. That was supposed to be your name of your podcast. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Oh. So it's not, a lot of life has happened. happened. So crazy. So much stuff happens happened. between these couple months. I know. I don't. It, in it, if I ever do do a podcast, it's not going to be she is. I don't even. That doesn't resonate anymore. So it would be like. Good people who do bad things. Or, like, I don't know. It'd be something like a mental health journey one, but I don't know yet. I'm still, it's kind of on the back burner. There's a lot going on right now. But I appreciate that she wrote so much yeah. because um, 
it feels like when you're on some type of mental health journey, it feels like you're the only one that's like going through all these random things, right? Mm-hmm. But that's the good part about sharing. You realize other people go through this stuff too. Yep. Mm. So I love that. And I do think people have a type, by the way. I do. I don't, it's just so, it, it, I think the comment that like why that bothers me is because like my ex was the only person that ever like looked like that. Like I, you know, mm. as in, like, okay, for example, like any other girl I dated before was like a blonde, like you know, like white girl. Well, that was your type then. I don't know. Maybe get a new type. Ah, but it's not like it's not like I'm searching out for that or like even naturally like that's oh I always go for that. It's like no, yeah, like, no, you were a personality person. In my single person. phase, it was like you know I was talking to a couple. They just all ranges of everybody. And I was like, okay, you know, it's not one specific type. It is coincidental that yeah. it's like, oh wow, okay, yeah, I can see why people would say that from the outside view. It's just kind of funny, and I've said it in other conversations before. It's like when me and my girlfriend now started talking, like it wasn't even a thought. I never thought like, oh, I love that she has dark hair and nice, like nice skin. It just wasn't a thought. I was like, dang, I really get along with this girl. Yeah. I really love hanging out with her. I understood. Yeah. So it's like again. It's fine. I also just didn't want, you know, when that reveal happened to be like, that's the only thing we're focusing on. That's the only, like, you know what? Like, the past is there. Don't regret anything. Happy for it. But I wanted to, you know, want to take this step and move on. Like, this is, this is the person in my life that I want to celebrate. I don't want everyone, you know, taking that and comparing it to my past thing. I know. And you feel protective about your significant other. Yeah. And that's what's hard about having them on social media when you, I mean, our career makes it different. Anyway, um, but even if you weren't in a career like this, it's tough because you love your person and you want to try to convey that to any fran- friends, friends and followers you might <laughs> All have friends. Yeah. on the socials, you know. Yeah. All uh, your friends. The friends and family. Well, I wanted to make sure that she took it in stride, too, and she did. I think my biggest worry, and luckily we've definitely been better at, like, you know, just talking about things, and I get a better understanding of what's going to get her upset and what's not, and we just talk things through. But in the beginning, it's like, whoa, I do not want you getting upset over this stuff. Like, I don't want you getting down, like, a rabbit hole or getting down in a dark zone because of these things. Yeah. And, luck, it didn't, and I'm learning that. I'm like, okay, wait, no, these things won't bother her that much, and we can talk about it and be okay. But in the beginning, I was like, oh, crap. Like, no, like, I, I don't want to put this in a negative light because yeah. it is hard. It's hard to step into this role and have your life now put in a little bit of a spotlight. A little bit. Not a big spotlight. Like a little one. A little more than what you're used to. And you see a lot of people, and she's gotten a lot better about it. But, like, you know, sometimes there's a comment here and there. It's a little offhand that you're like, what the hell did you just say? Like, And then you have to remind yourself. It's like, wait, sometimes people just don't even think you're a real person. And so they're going to say whatever the hell they think in that first moment. And then it's like, don't take it personally. Like, it's not actually you. Yeah, it's because just, they don't know you. They don't know you. So. And people just like to just say whatever the hell's on their mind on social media nowadays. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I hear that a lot now, too. It's like where it's like celebrities sometimes will message back to people that like comment really, really rude things like, hey, like. Do you realize that I'm a human exactly. being? Exactly. And a lot of them will reply back and be like, oh, I didn't think you would actually reply. Okay. Or like, I didn't think you'd see this. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's like, wow, we got to, ah, we got to like read our messages out loud before we send them to be like, hmm, how does that sound going off the tongue when I say it to their face? Right. And that's the biggest thing. So, anyway, with that comment, like, it's all good. Like, it didn't, like, get me pissed. I was like, dang it, though. Like, ah, everyone started doing it. But, yeah, it's fine. We good. I always find it interesting because I know that, like, when we interview celebrities and you ask them a question about, like, their handlers will be like, you know, don't ask 
Selena Gomez about Justin Bieber, you know, back in the day or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's like, but what you want to put out really may not be the most interesting thing. So, like, in your mind, Scott, you were like, oh, here's this new picture of my new girlfriend. I'm so excited. But, like, obviously, when you just... Because no, no one knows what your new girlfriend, her personality or anything. Right. And yeah, so, yeah. Uh, well, that's not only what photos thing, are designed to do. Right. The only thing they're going based off of is that's what she looks like. But it's just so funny as humans how we kind of want to, like, do the bait and switch where you're like, it's not about that. It's not about that. But, like, clearly as the casual, like, you know, Susan from Pinellas Park. Absolutely. Who, like, I know nothing about this new girl you're dating. And you're like, oh, well, that just looks like. His past girlfriend. And, like, literally, that's the only thought you have. But then we, as the person on the other side, you read it and you're like, ah! Well, I guess it's just, it's How like, dare you? when you think about the phrase, it would just, I don't know, to me it just feels weird, you know? It's like, oh, that looks like your ex. Or, oh, you have a like, tight, instead of, like, you yourself- can take that same message and be like, oh, she's really pretty. Like, I'll be like, oh, thank you. Like, that's, I agree. Right. You but, know? but people don't. Have any? I know, and again, that's right. why I said like, they don't I wasn't think pissed of, at all. They don't think about it as they are saying it, and she would hear it. Yeah, like, it's two if they met the two of you in public, there's no way. And this is why. This is what I'm saying. Like people don't think that social media is like real life, even though it is. Right. So like, if they saw the two of you at Bush Gardens this past weekend, like Susan in Pinellas Park, I would be willing to bet money that uh, I'm not gonna say no one, but like 99 percent of Susan's in Pinellas Parks would not be like, oh my God, are you Scotty? Is this your girlfriend? Susan would not be like, wow, you look a lot like his old girlfriend. Like, <laughs> No, but you know what they would do is that they would see Holly and I there and then when we'd be getting a picture together, they'd scoot down to one of the two of us and be like, wow, his girlfriend really looks like his uh, ex-girlfriend. Because I've had people at the gay brunch we did in June. I had yes. a couple people say that to me yes. off to the side. Oh. And, mm-hmm. So people and do say it. They do say it. But I was going to say, there is a 1% of population who literally have never been told to be polite. Right. And they will just say it. Right. Yeah. It's right. all good. It's all good in my hood. Well, I just, I think that I, I have to do this when I read comments, you know, when we're doing, you know, because the three of us try to go and respond to all of the comments on Facebook and Instagram. And if something is a little more critical... I try to keep in mind that this person was probably sitting at a red light. They mm-hmm. were probably on the toilet scrolling. They wrote a comment and then literally went on with the rest of their day yeah. and didn't give any two other shits about it. So why should I let it affect the rest of my day when they literally put no other thought into that comment? Yeah, I actually my it's so funny because. On Wednesday, I had a therapy appointment, and my therapist asked me this exact same question because I was talking about a comment in my real, not not on social media, a comment that someone I know said to me um, that I was so upset about, um, which I can talk more about on the podcast. I didn't want to do it on air. But, like, so we're getting into this, and I'm crying about it. And then she's like, I have always been curious, because obviously she knows what I do. She's like, how do you respond? How do you feel? What is your reaction when someone says something mean or rude or, um, you know, aggressive towards you, either on you guys' social media or they call. And I think she just as a human was a as a curious human was like, you're a radio personality. Don't people say like mean shit to you sometimes? Mm-hmm. And I was like, surprisingly, and, and it, this continues to blow my mind. I mean, for years that has blown my mind. We don't get that much 
hate. Right. I got knock on wood. Yeah, let's see. But we don't. Um, and I think it's just because of the way we conduct our show. I think it's because we are just willing to have an open, on a, an open, honest conversation with you because we do feel like it's a big family. And none of us is, like, combative right. like other radio hosts might be. Like, we can say some lightning rod shit, but we're not ever going to be like, I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah. Right. But I think that's where some of it comes from. But it's not to say that we don't ever get bad comments. So I was like, we don't get them too often, but when we do, it does hurt because it sticks with me. You could get 50 great comments and one negative one, and you're only going to focus on the negative one. That's human nature. That goes Mm -hmm. for anybody. So will I dwell on it? Yes, and I'll get myself all huffy about it. But especially because I don't know the person, I have an easier time being like, they are probably an angry human as it is and like who this may have been a personal trigger on their end and I can like create a story almost in my head about what led this person to making this really rude comment yeah and then I just write it off I'm able to let that go it's a lot more difficult for me if I know the person yes yes that's so anyway that's the point no it's true I mean I remember an email that we may have talked about on the podcast maybe a year or two ago that will boss man will got where this gay man was just just raking me through the coals. That's right, yeah. And I was, I, I, the only thing that pissed me off about it is the fact that he sent it to Will because I'm like, clearly your intention is sending an email to my boss is to get me in trouble. Yeah. Yes. And I've met you in person several times. And so oh, that annoyed shoot. me. Oh, yeah, I would be pissed. Because I was like, I've spent time talking to you at events in entertaining and in chatting, and then you're going to go send an email to my boss. Right. In in hopes of what? Right. To get you yeah. fired? Right. To get you a, reprim- a reprimand? Like, right. what was the point of that? And, and usually the emails that I've gotten from people in the past that were, like, rude, it's usually a gay person that doesn't like how they think I should represent gay people or they oh. don't like my views on something. Like, it's a broad thing. Right. And I always respond back with, I'm sorry, that's my opinion. And I always say, I don't speak for every gay person. I don't speak for every black person. I especially don't speak for every man. I'm just coming from my point of view, from my experience and my life. Yeah. And I always preface it with that. And you will never meet a person that represents you 100%. But I think that's the problem, actually, is that we are so divided right now in this country that when we do find someone that we think we align with, that gets the problem started because you put that person on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. You treat that person as if they are an extension of you. So if they do or say or post something that would be in opposition of what you would do, it's like a personal attack. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I had a woman, this was a long time ago, I said something about, like, the number of kids or something, like, how many kids, and I, I, I don't remember what it was, this was a while ago, and she felt so personally attacked, she's like, I thought I knew you, and how dare you say something about all these kids that I have, and I was like, I'm, I wasn't saying it, like, <clears throat> all, first of all, this is only my thought, and I'm not, like, calling people names or something it's just my opinion and I'm not coming for you and like even if we were besties and I actually knew who you were and like we were legit friends in real life right we're gonna disagree about some shit and right. it's okay you don't have right. to attack the person that disagrees with but in you. the world of social media and like quote-unquote celebrity it's like I'm I'll ride with you 
until shit goes sideways. You say one thing, and now, now you know what? You're you're done. Right. It's a weird place we live in. And that's why I find it funny, just not going, like, all the way into politics, but, like, I've had a few conservative people that, you know, will go back and forth about a certain thing, because I'm very much liberal if you're new to the podcast, and they'll be like, oh, so what do you think about Joe Biden when he did this? And I'm like, I disagree with him. Like, I don't I think that everything that he would ever do, I didn't agree with everything Obama did. I don't agree with everything that every liberal does. Like, that's... Like, like I'm not wearing, like... All liberal things are awesome. Right. I'm like, no, they fucked that situation up and they need to fix it. And that's they that's not what they campaigned on. And that's not the promise they made. And they're not living up to that promise. Like, that's the whole process of politics yeah. is keeping people accountable and not saying and taking everything they say for gospel. And that should be Just with because anything. because they're on your side. Right. That should be what, what you hear us say, what you hear a politician, what you hear a celebrity say. Like, when... um. There was during the, especially during the social justice when we were going through after George Floyd and I had posted a meme and it was sort of comparing two different scenarios of basically saying how like if a white person did it, they get off. And if a black person did it, they get like the max sentence. And this lady messaged me and said, hey, Miguel, like I'm not trying to be offensive, but I really think that's like apples and oranges. Like that meme is misrepresenting what happened. And I was like. And I always say, well, let me go do my research. And so I went and I thought I had done enough research. But then when I really dug a little bit more, they were right. And I said, hey, you know what? I'm never going to sit here and be like, I know all the time. And I spend countless hours before I post every meme on my social media. I try to do a quick Google search and read and understand it before I post. And I said, you're right. So I took it down. And I'm like, I don't ever, I'm not going to sit here in trenches and be like, I am right all the time. Stand by. Right. If you you do your research and you try to understand, you know, where you're coming from, hey, question us. Don't ever, don't ever take anyone or anything at their gospel all the time. No. Don't, that's a it's a good point. We're all just human and flawed. And so it's like, okay. I know. That, that's one of the good things that I took away from the religion I grew up in as a Seventh-day Adventist, is that they used to always say, do your research. Don't ever let the preacher just sit up there and talk at you for 45 minutes, and then you say, all right, I got what I needed. They would say, all the preachers would be like, all right, here's a scripture, here's a scripture, here's a scripture. Do your own research, do your own reading afterwards, and truly understand what I'm saying to you, and just don't go by what we're saying up on the pulpit. Mm. So what would happen if someone did the research and then was like, I don't agree with what you're saying? I don't know. It never happens. I don't know. <laughs> I almost feel like saying that seems almost like a trap where it's like, do right. the research. Ahead, and then bitch. like you got questions <laughs> and then they're like, well, this says this. And then I don't, I don't see how that ends. Cause that's how it was growing up Catholic. Like, I don't think they ever said like, do your own research, but they always, you know, they encourage you to go learn on your off time, whatever. Right. right. But I just feel like. Like, we be like, so you know how you were talking about gays up on the pulpit? Yeah. Like, it doesn't really say. It doesn't say anything about that. Uh, it was what actually we... misinterpreted um, back like, in the. Did, what do, you... do you have a? How do we handle the situation? This. I don't know. That's, that's, I know that, 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 let's not even do that. That's well, that would be there. interesting, though. I mean, I was I, actually speaking on that, and I was going to bring this up either on the show or on the podcast at my grandmother's funeral. One of my favorite pastors from back in the day was there. Uh, Pastor Howard, and we did this thing every summer called camp meeting, 
And he was always like the pastor that would like throw in pop culture references oh, for the, the young cool kids. Ones. Yeah. Oh. He was always like that. Like, bitch could have been a comedian. Like, even at the funeral, he spoke and like had some funny lines. And I was like, God, Pastor Howard still making him laugh all these years later. Yeah. But I just remember he'd be on, and I don't, don't remember the context, but he'd be like, and you know, like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and then all his kids be like, ah! Like you feel so cool that you got you got validated. <laughs> yes, and my yeah. grandma would be like, "What's a Snoop Dogg?" Well, I don't understand. Yeah. But we were like, "We got you, Pastor Howard. We got you." Mm-hmm. But after my grandmother's funeral, we were outside, and I hadn't seen him. Oh my gosh, probably since two thousand three. So almost close to 20 years Mm -hmm. and he was like oh my god let me get your number let's i'd love to catch up with you and like see where you are in life and i was like like, i'm in a whole different place than where i was when i was 17 girl Woo! there's my white fiance that's a man behind me but that's fine is it worse that he's white or a man (laughs) both (laughs) i grew up in a very black church um, so I would, I actually was really hoping that he would reach out, um, cause I had to, we had to like go to the gravesite. So I was really wanting, cause I would love that, cause I feel like he would give me an honest opinion about like, from a church standpoint, where are we a seven day Adventist? Yeah. With that's a this? good question. I'm so I'm, I'd be curious. And I feel like he would give me like a, I agree. I disagree with where the church dances, or this is where I am with it. Mm. Um, I w- I was really hoping that he would reach out, and I I still hope to this day that he does, um, because I feel like he would level with me and be like, well, hey, here's what I think, here's what I'm not. So I'm hoping one day he does. Mm. So anyway, fingers crossed on that one. I don't yeah. know where we started. I we literally got here from the email, the from message. Oh, so thank, thank you, Jen. Jen for yes, your thanks for providing 23 <laughs> minutes of content. I love it. Uh, Is this something you want to talk about? No, we got to go. I got I to gotta, oh. get my stuff together. Get it together. So I'm going. I'm uh, Abe, my fiance, is coming in to town. Uh, he's been in Buffalo all month working, and he's coming in today. And then literally I'm picking up from the airport, and then we're driving down to the Keys for our friend, who I think she's been on the podcast a couple times early on, St. Pete Sam who used to be on Hot 101.5, but now she's like the face of 97X, our sister station. Mm-hmm. But she's getting married. Yes, I'm so excited for her. So excited. Man, I really, I, she's just one of my favorite people. I'm I, I'm not going to the wedding um, because it was just uh, an invite for me, which is fine, but it was too difficult for me to try to figure out just getting myself all the way down there. Right. It's, it's just too much. So I'm just sending a gift. Um, and I hope that they have a beautiful wedding. I'm so pumped. I think what's one of the cool things, as I was like, you know, on her wedding website last night, um, and just sort of getting my clothes together and Abe's clothes together, is just thinking about how this is gonna sound like such a stupid thing, but like, so much life happens when you know a person for like it's been six years, and like when I think about when we met, when I when I first met Sam six years ago. It was the weekend, or no, it was two weeks before we started. I had just moved here, and Hot 101.5 had an event at Janice Live, and there was, like, nobody there, and they were all embarrassed because we were, like, the new morning show. And Sam was, like, the first person I met, and she was, like, and I just remember she had these long hair, beautiful eyes, and she had, like, a Bud Light in her hand, and she was just like, hey, 
I'm Sam. And she was just so sweet and cute, but just very like unsure of herself because she had still kind of just started in the business and didn't know. She's doing weekends. Doing weekends. Gosh. And then like in the six years of life, she has totally transformed into this powerhouse of a personality yeah. who like is a music director, who is the face of a whole that ass radio station. station. Like she's over here interviewing like every alternative band. Right. Like when they put on Next Big Thing, the Backyard Barbecue, and she's just going from interview to interview to interview. She and won a, a Gracie Award. Right. And I remember when she <laughs> yeah. first started, she used to be like, how do I interview someone? You know? Yes. And like going from her last relationship, that she was just broken, just devastated and then her yes. picking herself up and like finding this new guy and then her being like I like this guy but is it too soon I don't want to like I, I like him but I don't want to act like I do and then now to just to see it ah, I just had all those thoughts last Ooh. night and I was just like I am just so so happy for this woman me too but it's so amazing how much life can happen in just six years so you, amazing. you don't know you don't notice the day-to-day right, right. Like you notice it all of a sudden six years later, but that's how it is with kids too, mm. because you don't. I don't. I don't feel like we've been here for six years. It doesn't feel like six years no. we've been here. No. But I also have to think. You know, I have an eight-year-old yeah. right now, um, and when we started this job, she was a year and a half. Wow, wow. What? That's crazy. It's especially when you think about like I had a baby, mm-hmm. and now I have like. A cool little kid. Right. It's a lot. I mean, when I see pictures from Maya when we first started, like, and she was just this tiny little thing. And I remember we were, we had did a uh, charity uh, dive into the jello. Take yeah, the that plunge. was one of the first things we did. Yeah. And I remember, like, she'd like put her little hands on my beard. And we were like, oh, look, she likes Uncle Miguel's beard. And yeah. Now she's like a whole ass woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's a whole ass person with a personality <laughs> and questions. Wow. And- like, just growing as a parent has been one thing, but, like, watching her grow, she's definitely, I, I suspected it in the summer, but she's definitely morphed into the, the newest version of herself, mm. which I just love. Mm-hmm. She's so smart and, mm. like, funny and, I like, comes up with stuff that I'm like, girl, what? What did you say? Like, she says the craziest stuff. Like, that's it, just intelligent. Mm. I don't know. I love that. She's good. We have, look, her, we have her on the podcast next. Seriously. No, we should. Because Scott was just, what, six years old when we moved here in 2015. And you were look, pushing it, B. Now he's a whole-ass man. <laughs> he's a whole-ass man. <laughs> six years old. Now, starting freshman year over at USF. I was walking in. I guess when y'all got here, what, 2015? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I started my summer over there and getting wild. Summer B, USF. Ah, good times. That's amazing. I love it. Well, look at that. Going down memory lane. Scott, what's your social media so people can see the transformation and compare your girlfriend to your last girlfriend? Oh, Lord. Great. I do still, whatever. At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly O'Connor. Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. And you can find our podcast anywhere, obviously, if you're listening to it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio app, Google Play, all the places. Make sure to leave us a review. We would really appreciate it. And I've got... Girl, we I'm finally almost out. We got about... About 15 more stickers. Only 15. This is it. I'm not that buying anymore. There's only like six people getting stickers because you don't just send one. Yeah, I usually send three <laughs> to people. So. Oh, there's like five people getting stickers. That's it. Yeah. Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. And obviously, don't forget, tickets are on sale for Miguel and Holly Live. 
Hot1015TampaBay.com or the Hot1015 app. And they're just $29. We'll see you next week.